June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. COVID-19 house arrest. Wait till you hear why they were ordered to wear ankle bracelets. This is my ankle monitor. And naked and unafraid. The woman they call Athena facing off cops in the nude. Then... Police under siege, pummeled by projectiles as they guard the statue of Christopher Columbus. Plus, did this suspect target a federal judge for assassination? Her husband and son shot by a man posing as a FedEx delivery man. He hated women. Who paid for the taxi? Who paid for the dinner? Who paid for the flowers? Then exclusive, former Bachelor contestant Melissa Rycroft why she had her breast implants removed. I'm happy with them small, I am. Then, toxic water. The dog died 20 minutes after going for a swim in a national park. What's lurking in the water that could kill your dog? Plus, why are lingerie sales going through the roof? Women spicing up their lives during the pandemic. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. No slowdown in COVID-19 cases over the weekend as the nation once again set records, both for new cases and for deaths. Officially, more than 140,000 Americans have now died of COVID-19. And since 45% of people with the virus may not show symptoms, health experts say it is critical to quarantine if you test positive. And when one couple refused to sign an order that they would quarantine at home, Officials forced the issue with ankle bracelets. It's a COVID-19 house arrest. Look, they're even forced to wear ankle monitors like common criminals. I asked the, the sheriff, I said, what happens if we refuse to wear this ankle bracelet? Because I'm not wearing one. He's like, well, it's just going to get escalated quickly. After Elizabeth Linscott tested positive for the virus, she and her husband Isaiah were told to self-quarantine. But when they refused to sign the quarantine order, they were placed under house arrest at their home in Louisville, Kentucky. In the middle of a pandemic, what was so objectionable about signing papers saying that you would self-quarantine? I just didn't feel like it was necessary. Now she worries what her neighbors will think if any were to see those ankle bracelets. We didn't do anything wrong, and yet if anybody were to see this, they'd think we're criminals. USA! Mask wars continue dividing America. This shopper slammed her shopping cart into another customer who was refusing to wear a mask in a liquor store in Colorado. Nope, not leaving. Not going to let you harass me like this. This was the crazy scene in Queens, New York over the weekend as hundreds partied on the street with very few wearing masks or social distancing. Some also jeered at cops who tried to break up the crowd. 
The pandemic's human toll is not letting up. This is the heartbreaking final farewell of an elderly couple in Lakeland, Florida. I love you, sweetheart. I love you so much. Joanne Reck and her husband Sam were kept apart for four months. She was in a nursing home and visits were halted by the pandemic. Hi, dearie. Joanne would use a stroller to see Sam, who would talk to her from a balcony. The balcony scenes earned them the nickname Romeo and Juliet. Sadly, three weeks ago, she contracted COVID-19. Despite the danger to himself, 90-year-old Sam insisted on sitting at her bedside to share her final moments. Finally getting to hold your hand after all these months. Feel me squeezing your hand? Squeezing your hand. Today, although he wore PPE, Sam's family tells us that he has developed a fever and is awaiting the results of a test. He knew that it was a dangerous for him to go in there, but it's, he, he could not live with himself not seeing her. It was just a very moving moment, but she definitely was saying, I love you back. I love you, sweetheart. I love you so much. Too many families have had to say too many goodbyes. Other news today, officials in Portland, Oregon, continue to speak out against the federal presence in that city, with the mayor calling it, quote, an attack on our democracy. There have been clashes between those agents and protesters in downtown Portland, but the feds may have met their match when confronted by a woman nicknamed Naked Athena. Jim Murray explains. They're calling her Naked Athena. The stark naked woman saunters right up to armed federal agents in the middle of a tense standoff and strikes a series of poses. It's a surreal contrast, the totally naked woman versus cops covered in full protective gear, gas masks and helmets. The drama unfolded on the 50th consecutive night of the Battle of Portland. Here a man rushes over to protect the naked woman with his makeshift shield. Federal agents respond by firing pepper balls at the woman's feet. Now everyone wants to know the identity of the woman. Disturbing video of a Navy vet beaten by the federal agents at the Portland protest is going viral. An agent strikes the vet repeatedly with a baton. Then another agent sprays him at full force in the face. The federal agent showed up last week with no insignia, badges or nameplates and are driving around in unmarked vans. Last night, a band of Portland moms formed a human barricade to protect protesters from the federal officers who are drawn from U.S. Customs and Border Protection. It's like a war zone, really. I'm just your average person experiencing this uh, brutality, and it's terrifying. They are snatching people that they've seen at the protests that are blocks away. Today, President Trump is speaking out in support of the agents. Portland was totally out of control. The uh, Democrats, the liberal Democrats running the place had no idea what they were doing. And in Chicago, more unrest. Video released by Chicago police shows cops under siege being pummeled by flying projectiles as they guard a statue of Columbus in Grant Park. Police say they were pelted with frozen water bottles and other projectiles by demonstrators. And there was also drama in New York City where for the third time in a week, a demonstrator defaced the Black Lives Matter mural painted outside Trump Tower. Stephen Fabian has details. Chaos at Trump Tower as this woman was seen defacing the Black Lives Matter mural. Watch as two cops do what they can to restrain her as she smears the paint with her bare hands. They say they care about black lives and they say 
Then this happens. One officer slips on the greasy paint. As the officer winces in pain, the woman identified as Bevelyn Beatty doesn't stop. They don't Beatty was charged with criminal mischief and released several hours later, only to go right back at her mischief, this time at the Black Lives Matter mural in Harlem. We're taking our country back. The Black Lives Matter mural painted in giant letters right here in front of Trump Tower is turning into a regular target of vandalism. Even with constant police presence in these metal barriers, nothing seems to stop the mischief. And the president's niece, Mary Trump, sure knows how to push her uncle's buttons over who got the highest TV ratings. Mary Trump's MSNBC interview with Rachel Maddow last Thursday earned more viewers than the president's sit-down with Sean Hannity in June. 5.23 million versus 5.11 million, she tweeted. The president is firing back, denouncing her book, Too Much and Never Enough, How My Family Created the World's Most Dangerous Man, and calling her a seldom-seen niece who knows little about me. She's a mess. He had this to say during his interview with Fox News' Chris Wallace. If she writes a book that's so stupid and so vicious, and it's a lie. With polls showing a tough re-election campaign ahead, Trump supporters in boats gathered like an armada on the Hudson River in New York and circled the Statue of Liberty. The organizers of the Trump Boat Brigade say they're planning more events. And a bizarre shooting at the home of a federal judge. It left her son dead and her husband wounded. The suspect, dressed as a FedEx delivery man, walked up to the house and opened fire. As Les Trent reports, the judge, who's handled some high-profile cases, was uninjured. A deadly ambush at the home of a prominent federal judge. And the suspect is described as a men's rights attorney who posed as a FedEx delivery man. Authorities say the judge's husband answered the front door of their home here in North Brunswick, New Jersey, about 5 o'clock last night. The assassin, reportedly dressed in the uniform of a FedEx delivery man, unleashed a hail of bullets, hitting the husband in the stomach and killing their son. The judge, Esther Salas, was reportedly in the basement and was unharmed. The suspect who opened fire was identified in published reports as Roy Den Hollander. Hollander once appeared on Fox News to talk about his attempt to ban ladies' nights at clubs. Oh, I was going to these clubs and I was getting tired of being charged more just because I'm a guy. That's, that's discrimination. Hollander was reportedly found dead in his car today from a self-inflicted gunshot 130 miles away from the site of the shooting. In a book he wrote, Hollander goes after the judge with venom, saying her sole accomplishment in life was being a high school cheerleader. I want to start today by offering my prayers, and I know my colleagues join me, to federal court judge Esther Salas, whose son was murdered and husband seriously wounded yesterday in a brazen and cowardly act of gun violence at their home. Slain in the shocking ambush was the judge's son, Daniel Anderl, a Catholic University student and all-star baseball player. That's Daniel being cheered by classmates in high school. I can't focus. I can't. I can't. Devastated family friend George Morrow says he was hanging out with the judge and her family at their home the day before the shooting. But I just pray to God that Mark, he survived the surgery. I understand he's in stable condition, and we're praying. His son Daniel was a, was a usher in the church. 
Earlier this year, Inside Edition's Stephen Fabian investigated how easy it was to purchase uniforms that looked just like legit FedEx clothing and others. If a person wasn't paying attention, you might think I was a real mailman. I could also easily pass for a UPS worker in this brown shirt, pants, and cap. Authorities say a FedEx package addressed to the judge was discovered in the suspect's car when he committed suicide. Today, U.S. Marshals announced that they are joining in the investigation along with the FBI and local authorities. And now a cautionary tale for all of us with dogs. Think twice before you let them swim in a lake or pond. The family you're about to meet took their husky swimming in a pond, and now that dog is dead because of toxic algae. A 10-year-old boy and his dog take a dip on a hot holiday weekend. The picture of pure summer joy. But 20 minutes after this video was taken at Zion National Park in Utah, July 4th weekend, the boy and his mom were in shock. Their beloved husky puppy named Kiana was dead. She started seizing. Her, her whole head and body was shaking. She had no control over anything in her body. Something came over Kiana after she got out of the water. Within about a minute, she got a little frantic. Her front paws bent underneath her and she couldn't, she was trying to walk with them, but they wouldn't work. That was very alarming for me. They ran to get help, but it was too late. The puppy that young Francis got as a birthday present just months before. We have a new member of the family. <laughs> was now lying lifeless on a table in a veterinarian's office. She passed away in, in my arms. Dr. Jeff Werber says the dog swallowed toxic algae, which blooms this time of year. It's a bacterium called a cyanobacteria, which is a severe neurotoxin. And it's amazing how fast it can work. It can, it does, it kills a dog within, within an hour or two. It's not an isolated incident. <laughs> Last summer, these three women lost their dogs to toxic algae at a lake in Texas. When a dog is in a body of water and swimming and having fun, doing the dog paddle per se, chasing the ball, they are ingesting a lot of water in the process. Whereas when we swim, we know not to. Experts also say if you think your pet has been swimming in algae, make sure to rinse them off just in case they start licking their fur. Next, exclusive, former Bachelor contestant Melissa Rycroft, why she had her breast implants removed. I'm happy with them small, I am. Plus, why are lingerie sales going through the roof? Women spicing up their lives during the pandemic. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Actress Hayden Panettiere says she is taking her life back after her ex-boyfriend was arrested, accused of abuse. She says she's sharing her story to try to help other women trapped in dangerous relationships. Actress Hayden Penetier is speaking out today following the arrest of her ex-boyfriend last week on domestic abuse charges. The star of Nashville tweeted out this statement to fans. I am coming forward with the truth about what happened to me with the hope that my story will empower others in abusive relationships. I am prepared to do my part to make sure this man never hurts anyone again. Brian Hickerson has pled not guilty. They dated for more than a year. She went looking for love on The Bachelor, and now Melissa Rycroft is talking with Inside Edition about a very personal decision. Here's Megan Alexander. 
Former Bachelor contestant Melissa Rycroft is letting the world know she just had her breast implants removed. She spoke exclusively with Inside Edition. My body is clearly telling me it doesn't want this in. The 37-year-old, who also won Dancing with the Stars, says she got the implants three years ago after having three kids in just five years with husband Ty Strickland. But she says one implant became infected. It got really hard and it moved and it was uncomfortable. So I had to have reconstructive surgery on one of my implants. And um, after that surgery, the implant just never settled right. It was lopsided off to the side. Melissa decided she was done with them. Tell us how you're feeling. You look great. I feel really good. It's like I have a lot of energy and, and people keep saying I like look refreshed. Melissa isn't alone. More and more women are getting their implants removed, including Chrissy Teigen, who underwent surgery in the spring. And three years ago, we spoke with these former Playboy Playmates who all took theirs out after they say they experienced serious health issues. Melissa says she's delighted with her new look. I had gotten the implants thinking it would make me feel better again. And if anything, it made me feel worse. I'm happy with them small. I am. A number of plastic surgeons around the country have stopped offering breast implant surgery because, as one doctor explained, you can't predict who will have problems down the road. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Still to come, why are lingerie sales going through the roof? Women spicing up their lives during the pandemic. You've heard of dress up. Well, undress up is also a thing, and it's really popular apparently during the pandemic. What's underneath this sexy robe? Sexier lingerie. Lingerie sales have skyrocketed during the COVID pandemic. It seems that after all these months of being stuck inside, plenty of women want to spice up their lives. I feel amazing. This robe is so soft. Websites are seeing a 200% boost in online lingerie sales. At Janelle Lingerie Store in Manhattan, online sales doubled. Workers have been busy keeping up with orders. With a lacy bra, you can add a cover-up. On scorching hot days, how about this for running errands? Slips are great when you want to move around quickly and you want to just throw something on and get out there. Some women are masking up to go shopping for the perfect lingerie. Laura Snell is a school administrator. It just makes me feel pretty, you know, and confident. After wearing nothing but comfy clothes, she wanted more. I said, let me pull out some of my more sexy apparel, even if it was wearing under a shirt or under my pajamas. And when we come back, a special tribute to civil rights legend John Lewis. Finally today, civil rights hero John Lewis, who passed away from pancreatic cancer at the age of 80, is remembered not only as a giant in the movement, but also as an incredibly generous and humble man. He would stop and pose for a photo with anyone who asked. John Lewis never said no whenever anyone would ask him to pose for a photo. Now in a special tribute to the civil rights leader, social media is filled with these charming images. Guess who took a selfie with the legendary representative John Lewis? This girl, so awesome. Me, taking a selfie with Congressman John Lewis. Selfie with civil rights legend John Lewis. These students ran into Lewis at a cafe in Atlanta, 
and the list of grateful strangers includes our Megan Alexander and Inside Edition soundman Roy McLean, who got their photo with Lewis at this year's Super Bowl. Photographic evidence of a great man in deed and spirit. And we leave you with a quote from Congressman Lewis. Do not get lost in a sea of despair. Be hopeful. Be optimistic. Words we can all use right now. That is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. Stay safe, and we'll see you again next time. Once upon a beat. Remember those stories and fables that would capture your imagination and you couldn't wait to see how they would unfold? And now, when you read them as an adult, you think some of these old tales could use a fresh spin. We have a perfect podcast to bring you the stories you remember, remix, and reimagine for the kids in your life today. Join me DJ and my trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as we spin up new tales in the new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Wondry and Tinkercast are bringing you a jam-packed, music-filled weekly party where hip-hop and fables meet. It's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or Wondry Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Once Upon a Beat. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on Wondry Plus. Always on the go? Well, now you can take CBS Mornings with you. Wake up to your daily dose of news and interviews on CBS Mornings On The Go. It's a podcast you can listen to CBS Mornings On The Go ad-free on Wondry Plus.